Hi there. Welcome to Treasures and Truth. I'm happy to have you on the show. I am your host, Dr. Tokwe Keku. This podcast is for you if you're going through a difficult season and need encouragement. You'll find support here to help you renew your confidence and discover the treasures in your trials so you can live in freedom. And today I have on the show a cancer survivor, a cancer doula, a cancer thriver, a cancer health equity consultant, a mental health first aider, and a podcaster who who has dedicated her career to guiding, supporting, empowering, and advocating for people diagnosed with cancer. She is the founder and CEO of On the Other Side, a cancer navigation enterprise that helps to support cancer patients uh, using a holistic and a patient-centered approach. She hosts the Navigating Cancer Together podcast, and she's a contributor to the uh, contributing author to a number one best-selling book, I Survived Cancer, and here is how I did it. So welcome, join me in welcoming uh, Talaya Dendi to the show today. So Talaya, welcome. It's a pleasure to have you on the Treasures and Truth podcast. Thank you so much, Tope. It's such a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you for inviting me. And I'm so happy to talk with you today. Thank you. You're welcome. So let's dive right into it. Um, I know that you're a cancer survivor. So please share your cancer journey with us. Yes. So in 2011, I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. This diagnosis came out of the blue because I was never sick prior to this diagnosis. Never spent a night in the hospital, never broken a bone. So it really took me by surprise. Now, I want to take you back a year prior, 2010. I had actually went to my primary care doctor, who I've been seeing for about two, three years, and I had pointed out to her a small lump that was on the left side of my neck. And unfortunately, she did not look at it. She didn't touch it. She just kind of blew it off and said, well, you know, maybe it's just a pulled muscle. She gave that comment because she knew that I had worked out a lot. And so fast forward a year later to 2011, the lump had gotten bigger. I had grown more concerned and I had said to my mom, you know, I'm really concerned. This lump has not gone away. The prior doctor said, you know, don't worry about it. It's probably just a pulled muscle. Obviously it isn't. Yeah. Yeah. She referred me to a different doctor that she was seeing. I went to that new doctor. And she said, let me take a look at it. It was a stark difference from the first doctor. And she looked at it, she touched it. I could tell she was concerned. She said, I'm going to need for you to go have an ultrasound. I had an ultrasound. Mm -hmm. I could tell by the look of the technician, there was something wrong. She said, well, a doctor will get back to you. A doctor got back to me in a few days. And then that doctor said, well, we're not sure what that is, but we're going to do a fine needle aspiration. That is where they take a small sample of the lymph node and some of the tissue and cells. Fast forward, that came back inconclusive. Then I needed to have a biopsy of that actual lymph node that was swollen. And they did that biopsy. And of course, it was a tumor. And it was also confirmed that it was Hodgkin's lymphoma. 
I had gotten that news on a Friday evening on my way home from work. So, of course, I was devastated and I had so many questions that I was not able to get answered. So I stopped at TJ Maxx, which happened to be on the way home from work. And I pulled over because, of course, my nerves were a mess. And I'm just trying to make sense out of you have cancer. So I walked around TJ Maxx for about 30 minutes and just looking for answers, but then also trying to calm my nerves. So after I was able to get myself together, I drove back home and called my family and I shared the news with them. And of course, they had tons of questions. And I had asked them, I said, I know you have questions. I know you're concerned and worried. So am I. I have questions too. Unfortunately, I don't have answers for you at this time, but I need to ask you to do something for me. And I asked them to just give me space that weekend. And I didn't know what I was doing at that time. That's what I was led to do. That was what I was led to ask for. And so I spent that weekend crying. I went through every emotion possible. I prayed. I asked God for direction. Um, I asked him to show me and tell me what to do, what to say. And I just let it all out. And it was like a light switch. That Monday morning, I got on the phone. I started making calls. And that was the beginning. Oh, wow. Wow. I can only imagine uh, just getting that news on a Friday afternoon. And then you had to sit with that all weekend long. Um, but but again, uh, from what you just shared, uh, it looked like you your family you you shared with your family and they had a lot of questions, but then you had that sense of mind to say, you know, I need some space. I don't have answers. It's a Friday afternoon and you know, let, just give me some space. And then you 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 do what I call uh, getting down to business with God. <laughs> and really, that's what it was. It, it really felt like that. And it, when I look back all these years, if I had not done that, I would not have been able to step into it the way that I did. Mm-hmm. I know that. And I, I give that to God for guiding me and speaking to me and saying, hey, this is the first thing you need to do. Take care of yourself. Get your emotions in check and check in with me. <laughs> yes. So, yes. yeah. Yes. I, I love it when God guides us that way. Um, so so we start to talk about God. What part did faith play in your cancer journey? Prior to cancer, I was a very faithful person. I always believed in God and I knew that I was still living and God wakes me up every day. So I knew that he is and was a part of my life. It only made my faith grow much stronger. And I say that because when you are diagnosed with cancer, there is so much uncertainty. You don't know what's going to work. You don't know sometimes what you need from one minute to the next. You don't know how you're going to feel sometimes. And so you have to have faith. You have to have faith that you're going to get through that minute, that second, that hour. You have to have faith that God is with you and guiding you through this and that he has the final say. And that's 
it just it just made my faith that much stronger. And I knew that I wasn't alone because he had he had always been there, of course, but he had really showed up when he knew that I was devastated and I didn't know what to do. And I truly believe that because I listened in that moment, he gave me what I needed to prepare and get through it from start to finish. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's awesome. So, so I'm thinking about our listeners and some of them are going through, you know, they've got a, a cancer diagnosis and they're wondering, well, there's chemotherapy, there's surgery, there's all kinds of, how did they, how did you navigate that? And, and what helped you during, uh, during those times as you went through the, the treatment? Yeah. So one thing that I did was I did a lot of research about my treatment options and I had been led from the beginning to really look at what kind of quality of life that I wanted. So by asking myself that question, that allowed me to really tune in and dial into my options. What was best for me based on the life I wanted to live after cancer? Yeah. And so that's what really helped me is understanding my options, asking questions, forming a relationship with your oncologist and your healthcare team. You have to take charge and advocate for yourself. So come to your appointments with your pen and your paper ready. Have your questions already ready before you get there. And if you can bring someone with you to take notes, because there is so much information shared, I guarantee you, you're not going to remember everything. And so that's the best way is to show it for yourself. Of course, there's going to be days when you're not feeling well, you're not really going to be up to it. That's when you really have to ask for help. And that is a critical piece of surviving cancer. So asking for asking for help. So showing. So if I hear you correctly, um, thinking about the quality of life that you want after cancer. So I what I'm hearing is cancer is not necessarily the end. And That's so right. think about I'm surviving this. What kind of life do I want? What's the quality of life I want? And then use that to kind of guide you as you weigh your options going forward. And again, I heard you say, bring somebody along with you. There's a lot of information and another person there with you can help maybe take notes or ask questions that you might not uh, think to ask and then just show up for yourself. Yes, absolutely. And when you bring someone with you, try to bring someone who's emotionally tough and bring someone who has faith just as big as yours, Um, because that's going to be important. The last thing you need is to bring someone who's going to be breaking down crying Mm -hmm. and you're trying to keep it together, you know, so bring someone with you who, who has that faith and maybe even stronger than yours, uh, because there's going to be times when you're going to have to lean on that person and use them as your rock as well and find you people that will pray for you, pray the right things for you genuinely, you know, um, be there to guide you because there's going to be times when you could lose hope. And people do. And that's part of the process as well. So so what I'm hearing is that community, having a community support around you is important in navigating this uh, cancer diagnosis and cancer journey. 
Um, so what brought you joy during your cancer journey? Slowing down brought me joy. Learning how to heal brought me joy. And spending time with my mom brought me joy because she was my caregiver. And even though I knew that she was just as concerned as I was, not one time did she break down, did she cry? She was just a force of presence and strength when she was with me, at least. And that gave, that helped me too. That gave me more motivation. That gave me more faith. And so that's what brought me joy. But then the other part that brought me joy was learning how to heal. Because for me, in my mind, it wasn't just about healing my body. What other areas of my life needed to be examined and healed? And so having that time to do that for myself, that brought me joy because I was able to look in the mirror and say, hey, there's some things you need to change. You might as well do it now. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So what does the, pro thank you, Talia, for sharing that. So what mm -hmm. does that process of, of learning to heal, what does that look like? It is a lot of self-reflection. It is really thinking about things and people that you've been holding on to because you felt like you should or for whatever other reason that are not good for you. And then also for me, it was a realization of my career at that time and going into the workplace and trying to navigate these different spaces that were not designed for me. And so it was really looking at all of those different things, different areas of my life and saying, hey, what, are, what am I not happy with? What doesn't bring me joy? What is causing me stress? What is keeping me up at night? What is God's will? Because a lot of times in our day-to-day -day lives, we don't stop and ask and wait to hear what his response is. So we're, we're usually quick to charge forward. So this, this was a, a time that you had a, um, a sense to reflect and to kind of take a, a holistic approach to your entire life. So looking at all the various aspects of your life, my re, your relationships, uh, work, and other parts of your life. And, and so doing that exercise or doing that, um, yeah, doing that helped you to kind of see what needs to go, what needs to stay, what needs to be on your plate. Yes. I, I kind of like that. I liken it to a buffet. You, yeah. know, you look at your whole <laughs> life and you, it's like a buffet and you've got all these things on your plate, uh, but you know, not all of them are good for you. And it's like, uh, what needs to go? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's so true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, if I could add, yes. part of that also included journaling. Mm -hmm. And it's so important to be able to write down your thoughts. Because a lot of times with cancer and the chemo and everything, you forget things. Mm -hmm. So being able to go back and see what I had written down and see if I was still being led to stay on that same path, that really helped as well. So keeping a record. Mm -hmm. journaling that played a part as well yeah that's a that's a really good point so journaling I have always been a journaler but journaling is is good for the soul mm -hmm. 
Um, it helps us to keep track of what's going on inside. I know that our world is more focusing on the external, but really generally helps us to go inward and reflect and write those things down. And then like you were mentioning, you come back later on and look at, uh, here's where I was a year ago. Am I still on that path? What's changed? And it allows you to see the patterns um, and maybe to make the necessary course corrections or adjustments in, in life. Um, so you've shared with us what brought you joy, but what was the hardest part of this cancer journey for you, Talaya? Yes, the hardest part was accepting the fact that certain people were just not going to show up for you. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was really hard for me because there were people that I had been there for many times that simply just did not show up for me. For me, They didn't call. They didn't come and see me. And so at first, that was very difficult. But when I prayed more about it, when I really got focused on the healing part, I said, I have to let that go too. And I have to forgive them and focus on healing and the work that I need to do. Yeah, yeah. Those relationships can be, can be sticky. And if we expect that people are going to be there for us, especially, uh, you know, as you were going through that cancer journey, uh, but I, I like what you what you shared about go, always you go back to God and say, okay, this is what's going on. It's like you are have always having that check-in. This is what's going on and how what should I be, how should I be thinking about this? And am I thinking about this right? And so if not, you know, I want your will. So it looks like God has been a central part of your journey all the way. And what I I I hear you say is that um, having that solid relationship with him really is, a, is like a thread all through your journey to this point. Yes, I, I agree with that. And that's a that's a true statement because we all go through tough things in life. And I had thought that I had been through some pretty tough things prior to cancer, but um you know, <laughs> they, they didn't, they were no match for cancer. And again, I know that I'm still here because of God's favor. I know that. And because I have work to do still. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. So um, let me ask you this then, how has this experience led you to what you're doing today? Because now you're a cancer doula, uh, you're helping people to, um, to, have a holistic and, and you know, kind of self-centered, self-patient-centered uh, approaches to, to uh, cancer surviving. And so tell us, how has your, your own cancer journey informed what you're doing today? And what treasures did you find uh, mm -hmm. in that? Sure. So basically, um, I touched on this a little bit, but what my cancer journey had also revealed to me was my purpose. And by that, I mean, prior to my diagnosis, I had, I was doing work in supply chain. And at first it was, it was fine. I enjoyed it. But over the time, I know it no longer brought me joy. I no longer, you know, was happy doing that kind of work. And it, I was starting to feel burned out. And so, um, 
because society says, you know, we're supposed to go to college, get a job in corporate America. That's what I did. And um, I'm not so sure that was the path I was supposed to be on. But what I learned on my journey as well was that there were gaps in my care even though I had the support of my oncologist, I had a great healthcare team, and I had the support of my family. The gap that I was experiencing was there was no one to talk to who had been through something similar. So that uncertainty weighed heavy on me. There were a lot of times, you know, I didn't know what to expect for my first chemo. I didn't know what to expect you know, after the last chemo, and then you enter into quote unquote survivorship, Mm -hmm. there were a lot of things I just kind of had to learn along the way. So it would have been nice to have someone. The other thing is, is that there is so much that comes along with cancer. It impacts every area of your life. Now I look back and I see why maybe I was led to go into supply chain initially because All of those skill sets that I had gained in that industry actually helped me to navigate cancer, believe it or not. Um, I'm an organized person by nature. I like to do research by nature. But being able to plan those things out and, and put together an action plan, so to speak, of, you know, I need to learn about this. I need to f- f- focus on my nutrition, exercise, all of those things. I need to have my questions ready. Just being able to pull all that together, that came from learning that skill set and having some of those qualities already. And so because I knew that there was a lot of research that you have to do. I know that you have to focus on nutrition, trying to maintain some type of exercise. I know that a lot of people struggle with communication. And I said, you know, other people may be struggling with this as well. Other people may be looking for someone to talk to as well. And my doctor was so amazed that I had basically from the the start, come in and I had kind of taken charge. I was prepared and all of those things. And he just couldn't believe it. And then out of nowhere, a woman that I worked with at a new company after, after cancer, she confided in me that she had recently been diagnosed. Now, I didn't know very much about this lady. She, you know, I had recently started And she reached out to me and she said, I just want to share with you that I got this diagnosis. And I just froze. I said, well, what you don't know about me is that I've had cancer before. And so she said, is it okay if I ask you questions? I said, yes, please do. Anytime, call me. So she she called me. I started giving her advice. She said, Talia, everything that you've told me happened the same way you told me. I asked the questions you told me to ask. I feel so much better. And after her treatment was done, she sent me a care package and in all of these different things. And this urge to transition to something different had been on my heart. I just didn't have the um the faith, I guess, to step out into it. I was so worried about money and all these other things. And so finally I made the connection and I said, you know, 
maybe that's part of the reason why I had to go through that experience because this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is my purpose. And so that's how I got on that path. So, so, so you, uh, you now took your, the journey that you've been on and uh, even though you, you had this other experience in supply chain, you were able to connect the dots with, with those skill set and how they apply, how you could apply them to this new scenario where you found yourself. And yeah. then, um, I mean, some people would say it's luck, but I would say it's uh, it's God ordained mm-hmm. <laughs> to, for this woman to come and say, share with you without really knowing that you were a cancer survivor. And there you go. So if you're out there struggling and you've maybe had some experience, what Talaya is telling us is ask God, how do you want to use this? What do you want to do with this? Because Maybe right there is a treasure, is the purpose. And so she found purpose out of surviving cancer. That's the treasure she got out of it. And whatever crisis you may be going through as well, there are treasures hidden inside and ask the Lord for it. So uh, Talia, wow. Thank you again for sharing your story. Um, As we are rounding up, What's one thing that our listeners could do after listening to your story? Okay. If it's okay, I just want to add to what you said, because this part is very important and it's hard for us to think this way. We're in the, when we're in the midst of a storm and when I reached the realization that, okay, yes, cancer is quote unquote, trying to attack me is trying to take things from me. But when I changed that thinking and I said, what is it that I can get from cancer? I know that sounds crazy, but when I asked, what can I get from this? That's when everything just became so much easier. And a lot of times we're going through these things, not knowing at that moment that there's something we can get out of that, something good. And that's that's one thing I want to leave people with. Thank you. So mm-hmm. thank you for that. So the um, so what what I'm hearing you say is that rather than focusing on what I'm losing, what am I gaining? What can I gain from this? What's the treasure here? And so that uh, that leads me to kind of wrap up our time um, and just summarize that cancer does not always mean death. Yes. Alaya found an opportunity to examine her life, to really take a deeper look and discover her purpose. And you can do the same thing. God will lead you if you listen. He has the final say. So my friends, be encouraged. Um, Remember, if cancer diagnosis does not have to always mean death. So, Talia, uh, thank you again for joining us today. It's been a wonderful pleasure to have you and just, you know, the insights that you shared. And, and thank you for sharing your cancer journey and encouraging our listeners. Thank so, you. friends, 
You've been uh, listening to Treasures and Truth with Tokwe. I hope that our time with Talaya today inspires you to tap into your own treasures, to find that purpose in whatever trials you're going through. Uh, we'll have show notes at hiddentreasuresandriches.com. And um, so Talaya, where can where can uh, we uh, the subscribers find you or the listeners find you? Yes, they can find me at www.ontheotherside.life. That's ontheotherside.life. They can also listen to my podcast, Navigating Cancer Together. And that is on Apple and other major platforms. They can also find it on my website as well. And of course, on social media, Instagram, on the other side, one seven, and also on Facebook. Again, I want to thank you so much for having me as a guest. Thank you for allowing me to share my story. And it's been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so f- uh, friends, if you like this podcast, uh, please subscribe and also leave a rating uh, and a review so that uh, the podcast can get noticed on iTunes and, and uh, other podcast places. Uh, thank you again for uh, joining us today. And remember, God has answers. No matter what you're going through, whether it's a relationship issues at home or at work or any other crisis, God has answers. So we'll see you next time. And until then, God bless you and have a wonderful day.